more communication. You really, you think so? You think people really want to know what's going on in people's minds? That's how you avoid infidelity? You think he should have talked about it? What was he going to say? Hey, Elon, I really want to communicate with you. I really, really want to have sex with other women. I, I really want to. I mean, it's really hard not to because as a guy, you're programmed to try to get laid your whole life. And now I really can. There's so many women out there and I want to do it. I want to have sex with so many of them. And I know I'm not supposed to, but I can't shut that part of my brain off because I was a nerdy little golfer my whole life. And now I'm Tiger Woods and there's so many women out there and I want to have sex with them. And I know it's wrong because I love you and I love our kids and I love our family, but somehow I can't shut that part of my brain off and I want to do it so bad and, and it wouldn't mean anything. It wouldn't mean anything at all to me. And I know you don't understand that because men and women are just different that way. There's things that, that I don't understand about you. I don't understand how much you love shoes. I don't understand that. But if hundreds of free pairs of shoes showed up at your hotel room every night, I guarantee you'd keep a pair every once in a while. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah, man. Everyone started off with their own stride, their own pace. You don't have to perform. Just make it for yourself. Swim against the stream. We all have a great need for acceptance. You must trust that your beliefs are unique, your own, even though others may think them odd or unpopular, even though the herd may go, that's bad. People <laughs> <laughs> production in on your set, eh? Oh, man. No, nothing makes me laugh more than the attempt to make comedy seem cool. Like, nothing <laughs> makes me laugh more than that. Like, nobody realizes the high point of every comedy show for an audience is a bit when the music plays before the show starts. <laughs> Where the music swells, the lights go crazy, everyone in the crowd's like, this is going to be fucking sick. <laughs> some dude talking, you're like, yeah. oh. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. Tricked again. Well, I mean, um, that was an actual, that was a fucking request by you, Muggs. Uh, you know what, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I do know a lot of uh, comedy history. Greg, Greg Dorado, I do know of him, but I, I have never really done my deep dive on him. Like Patrice, I have like everyone I have, but Greg sure. just sort of slipped past that radar. I mean, that is the perfect metaphor for Greg Giraldo's career. <laughs> uh, yeah, David Tell somehow chain smoked all the way through it and got through. Yeah, it's very similar. Oh no, because he had insomniac and all yeah. that stuff. But like Greg Giraldo, like it was it was a great uh, joke at the I think it was the Patrice O'Neill roast, mm. but like the one at like the Boston that like there's that great set from Ben Bailey. Oh yeah, where it's like the 13 minute thing where he's just so angry, which is awesome. But uh, he's got this great like Patrice on his comeback. He's got this Greg Giraldo joke. Where it's like, uh, knock, knock, who's there? Greg Giraldo's 13 appearances on Conan. Greg, Greg Giraldo's 13th appearance on Conan who? Exactly. Like that's <laughs> um, Brilliant. And, yeah, and that was the whole thing. He, like, he, never, he never really got mainstream recognition despite getting a lot of like industry bumps. He just never broke. Never broke mainstream, yeah. He never, he never just broke in that big way. Like, you know, he was on Just for Laughs all the time. He like did a bunch of shows, he appeared on everything, but he just never... Was he before Bill Burr? Was he before, like, was he a mentor to Bill Burr or same time sort of thing? Um, he would have been pre... Like, he would have been older than Burr kind of thing. Mm. Well, not, not too much not older. Not too much older. Around the same era, like, Patrice Burr and that, they all grew up together, yeah. so Greg would have been in that in that same vein, but... Um, yeah, because, like, uh, what is it? Like, uh, Jim Gaffigan kind of started with Geraldo. Like, they were, they were pretty much in the same class, and then... Um, well, was a, it? I remember a, listening to Geraldo in the first couple of weeks I started comedy, like just crushing albums from a related artist in you know iTunes and Spotify that of, of comics that you already like. Geraldo, uh, Great Day to Cross a River was the album that I cro that I listened to, and it was uh it was it was actually fucking great. But I, it was one of those things where I've listened to a bunch of people that I respect talk about him 
in a really sort of high sort of uh, esteem. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, but you never heard of him yeah. at all. Have and you ever watched the documentary, the Give It Up for Greg Giraldo? Like when he died, like they made a little documentary no. on Comedy Central. Yeah. Oh, is it worth watching? Oh, definitely. Like I mean, you just kind of hear like you know everyone like from uh, John Stewart to Conan like just kind of talk about him like he was the real deal, like he was the best, like David Tell, like Dane Cook, like Daniel Tosh, like everybody. We'll post that link on the uh, yeah, we'll yeah, post that link sure. on the we'll bio tomorrow, sure. um, this, this week. Uh, but yeah, it's funny. This is like this is like towards the end though because you know he's got the tattoo um the tattoo kind of came in later and like he's talking about the infidelity heaps like as opposed to like the political stuff yeah and that was definitely like towards the end of his career so he was, was more political than went less political uh more like still political but then also like personal like kind of talking about like the drug addiction and like the um because that, that's, that's another famous story like the i forget whose roast it was but like he went on stage and he's like, Artie Lang, you fucking drug addict. Like, that's his first line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, they flew Still there. Still holds up. They flew there together and, like, Artie Lang yep. had to give him, like, Xanax yep. to calm him down to get him on the plane. And then he, like, goes out and he's like, you fucking drug addict. And Artie, like, looks at him, he looks back and he shrugs, like, sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's all I've got. I just got to do my job. And everything yeah, I wrote the these set. before I took your Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because I, I, think I, I think I discovered him through the roast because, like, he, he has, like, a big kind of roast career and, like, I reckon the best ever, like, for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but his comedy is not like that at all. Oh, so stand-up separate to roast, obviously, yeah. That makes but, more but sense. But, like, it's not similar. Like, his stand-up is in no way roasty. Like, it's really? kind of, like, political and, like, thinky. Insightful, yeah. Yeah, whereas, like, the roast stuff is just, he's, like, the best at... Who, who did he roast? Oh, he did uh, Hasselhoff. Like, yeah, that great one. Like, your liver's so shriveled, black and dead. If you put your phone to your ear, it'd be like, what you talking about, Willis? Like, that. <laughs> Um, he's got uh, he did uh, Larry the Cable Guy which is probably like the greatest roast set of all time like the Larry yeah. the Cable Guy one that's the one with the uh, uh, who is it the Lisa Lampanelli joke where it's just like uh, Lisa's actually got a lot in common with the Octomom you know the lady that had uh, ten, eight, eight kids eight kids yeah she's never had children but she has had 80 fingers inside her at the same time <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking that's genius. awesome I love yeah. that that's so yeah. good man, we'll be doing a deep dive we'll, we'll share the clips we'll, we'll pump him up for sure man like and that, that's uh that's how we like to start the show is by just showing off someone that's uh, put the fucking time in, you know, and done, mm -hmm. given us boosted comedy where it was to where it is. Mm. You know, Greg did that. Uh, so the platform for us to stand on. <laughs> yeah. He's probably, you know, he helped a lot of people. But like a weird, just like a weird thing is um, if you go to like YouTube, there's a Just for Laughs clip with him and Carl Barron on the same clip. They're like oh, in Just for Laughs weird. back to back. <laughs> And it's just the complete opposite style. Like, yeah. you know, like Carl Barron has been like, hey, gown, like real kind of slow. <laughs> then Geraldo's like yelling about like same sex marriage in America. And oh, you're like, Jesus <laughs> fucking. And they Dude, both kill. And that's the like, stuff you want to keep. <laughs> On the same clip? Yeah, just, it was just cut them. It was yeah. Like, yeah, just in there together. Like, you got to watch them both. Wild, <laughs> man, wild. So, um, man, we, we just, uh, you know, this is a bit of a loose, we do loose things. We're trying different things out. It's pretty experimental it's at the new moment. Year. New year, new try, new uh, same podcast. New but, techniques, um, yeah, new new tricks and shit. We're gonna try some cool shit out. But sure. uh, we want to talk like I mean, because when I started comedy, your room at the time was pretty much number one. Mm. It was the room, Super the one. I'm, I'm talking really? about the one at Glebe. It was the best open mic comedy room in town. If yeah. you want, if you're a piece of shit with opinions, you went there <laughs> first. Yeah, and you what signed up as well? Mug and Kettle Comedy. Yeah, Mug and was Kettle. That, uh, that Glee, B and D. Yeah, we're trying to work out the name all week. I've been trying to fucking at the record creating Glee. Yeah. I still, I still occasionally self promote videos of mine on that Facebook page, <laughs> the Mug Kettle Facebook page. So Dude, like, is that a good sign? Like that's when the, uh, that's no, where that's my jokes it, go on the best. Yeah, that's <laughs> when that's <laughs> when it's just like, oh geez, like this needs some more views, man. Yeah, dude. So like EJ ran a room there for a while as well, like a Saturday night room. Nev. Yeah, man. Nev. Nev. I do remember Nev. Oh, like great personal work. Problematic. 
fanatic individual. Yeah. Did he? Did he still owe you money? Oh man, he. Uh, there was something like that. There was definitely some sort of financial issue. There was always issues. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. Did are you fully paid up? He still owes me about five hundred bucks. If he does owe us money, I've forgotten about it. Yeah. Uh, like I. Uh, so I yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's likely. I mean, I was like, the dental work that you need, man, is like uh, <laughs> keep the money. I'm not fucking <laughs> editing this either. That's staying in. Oh, Fuck Nev. What, you, um, you Ned's going to come after us, man. He's, like, he's going to sink the podcast. He's a busy dude. <laughs> is he still around? It shut down the record crate. I went past the other day and I was like, I was a bit sad that it was gone. Yeah, it's no, over. It's still there, but um, we put the final nails in with our comedy <laughs> show. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lit- nails in the literal coffin. So basically, um, yeah, so tell us about what it was like when you started, man. Like, because when you started. What shows were around when yeah. you started? Um, well, this is the thing. I actually, I'm actually a shitty person to ask that to because I, I kind of started before I knew the landscape, if that makes sense. Oh, same here, man. I started um, my Magic Mike show week one of Sydney Comedy Festival without even knowing that. He's, yeah. he's still yeah. got the lineup framed in his room. The first, yeah, the first lineup ever from Magic sign up really? stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can't afford, I can't believe you can afford frames. Like, that's just not something <laughs> it I took a few. It took, a, it took six months. I was thinking like blue tack, lined paper, just yeah. kind of like stuck up there. But yeah. like, these are the people that it's know. Well, that was at the draw. show. I didn't have the frame at the show. I took the sign. I they didn't even have it blue tacked up. I just had it sign up on the night where you come in, write your name down. that's cool. Yeah. So then I had seven audience members. Nice. Uh, no, seven comedians. Seven comedians. One audience member who mm-hmm. was my bartender's friend, who just happened to be there, uh, nice. and like they all came in, wrote their names down. One of them didn't show up, so there were six actual performers. And then um, I, I don't know why I kept it, but I kept it. And then uh, yeah, now I've got a frame because obviously the show's going all right. And then uh, <laughs> very well, you crushed we, it we, on we, Wednesday. We were, we were supposed to jump in there and be like, "What are you talking about, man? The show's going great." What's I teed you up for it, guys. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't there a thousand people in last week? That's what I heard. They had to turn five hundred away. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Fifty bucks a ticket. So uh, cheap for the quality. Uh, like, for the it's quality, unbelievable. Yes. We can't get into uh, what Skinner's life was before the before comedy. It's too dark. Well, that's a weird thing. I was saying. I like, just um, assumed strip club DJ was I wrong? <laughs> like, I just thought that was like a hundred percent his personality. Yes, yeah, yeah, like in the corner, strip club DJ. Just no, like, you're, gonna, you're gonna dance the sexy. And I know it again. Yeah, fair. Like what? I was honestly that's, thinking. That's game. I was thinking I don't have enough talent to DJ a strip club, but I actually do. That's you actually do. the perfect yeah, job. I definitely for you. do. Yeah, you have no. the perfect amount of yeah. like level Spe- of sleaze and and music understanding. <laughs> and you know what? I don't denounce that. I agree completely with that. If that would be perfect. Embrace it. There's a uh, that new J Lo movie has. Big J Ogerson as the strip club DJ. Yeah. So she's a the queen of the strippers, and Big J got paid for all these like different but scenes that he did with J Lo. But you you do know that it, that means that like he's not actually a strip club DJ. What he is is an actor. Oh, I figured that <laughs> like out. Like a yeah. much more pr- a prestigious role. <laughs> oh, that makes like, sense. Yeah, you know yes. what I mean? You're like fictionally. Yeah, he can play someone. He <laughs> does the thing that I do not. Skinner thinks Macaulay Culkin is still home alone. Aren't we all inside? Why, why do you think he does so much heroin? The guy's bored. He's been yeah. by himself for 25 years. Yeah, yeah his family didn't come back. No, um, Kieran Culkin got a career and left. <laughs> man, yeah, so like, hey man, thanks for all that rent through the childhood. See you, Ken. I've got adult hot features. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. What you? So when you were starting, so you didn't know any of the industry. You just sort of started. Why'd you start it? Well, this is the thing. So I, this is going to sound like a brag, and it is. I went to New York to uh, to visit my girlfriend at the time, and I was just kind of bored. So I started doing comedy over there. So I started in New York. I'm like out of New York. I'm like I'm like Jay Z, except less likely to be prosecuted. Uh, so. <laughs> 
Thank you. That's a race joke. Uh, so um, anyway, uh, you can't, strip club DJs, you got to explain, you know. Uh, so um, yeah, so I, I did went to that, and that's where I just stole the idea from. Like sign up with an open mic. That's what everything I did was. Yeah. I was terrible, but I did like a bunch of them quickly. So I thought I was quite good because I would get drunk because I have this beer and a shot thing, and I just do those and then do the show. And sometimes it went okay with me just yelling. And I was like, fuck, I think I got this. Then I came back to Australia. I called the Laugh Garage first time. Like, I don't know. I was talking about the Laugh Garage last yeah. night. The legendary Laugh Garage. So Laugh Garage what was a room garage? that ran yeah. every single night, had comedy every single night. So like a comedy club, and it was near Hyde Park. But through yeah. Monday, Friday, Sunday? Probably just. I, I think they took Mondays off, but otherwise, like, you know, proper shows. Like, Damn. sometimes two shows on the weekends and shit. Like, but this is, like, before my time. If you speak to, like, uh, Andrew Wolf, Ray Badrin, like, they all really Mick, came yeah, out Mick of that. Yeah, Mick Meredith. Nina Do you remember Ariyama. some headliners out of that era? No, absolutely not. Oh, no, the ones you just named. <laughs> like, those, those weren't headliners, man. They were just, they were coming up. At the up. time they were starting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think Elwood was headlining that, and maybe, like, ooh, like, Steve Philp? Like, maybe those dudes. Mick Meredith would have been headlining. Darren Sanders headlined it a yeah. bit because it was his club. All the people we are, like... Peter Mizell, he would have been headlining that. Oh, yeah, shit. So yeah, all yeah, the yeah. people that were, like, fuck, they're too old. Peter Mizell yeah. opened for Charlie Chaplin. He's, he's been around since uh, the dawn of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before Sydney. That's crazy. It was one of those Terranolius. A Jew. Terranolius? Really? You're bringing that in. <laughs> for oh, <laughs> Hitler's favourite performer, but I guess Hitler only saw the tapes. Uh, what we're talking about here is <laughs> <laughs> we're at fucking. So Laugh Lounge is. That's eventually what I would love to see in Sydney, just aside from Comedy Store, just a venue, like a club venue where it's like. Preferably you walk downstairs and it's like It was basement downstairs, was? basement, tables. It was nice. Now it's like a fucking oh, what do you call bar. It? Yeah, what was the name? Rambling Ramblings. Ramblers. Ramblers. Ramblers? Something yeah. like that. It's right near Hyde Park, but it's yeah. like it's Yeah, like, man, it's crazy to think that there was only one show in town pretty much. Well like, that, that was that and the comedy store. And then like Mike in Hand used to be like crazy, like prestigious, like yeah. you know. Um, and then like Cafe Lounge was kind of like coming up, you know, like really. That was like kind of the so new, we're talking the like one. ten, ten to seven years ago, seven to ten, sorry. Yeah, it was 2013 that I started that. So yeah. that was the thing. So I've been in New York and I called Laugh Garage, right? I was like, I'm fresh out of New York. I know how to do comedy. You fucking dumb Australians don't know nothing. And I call up Laugh Garage and I'm like, Hello, I'm a comedian. Put me on your open mic night. I've called during the designated hours. <laughs> that's an old school thing. You used to call during the time. They'd be like, yeah. This time of day, you call. And I called and I'm like, Cool. Uh, and they're like, yep, you're on. And I'm like, awesome. So I'll see you tonight. And they're like, no, no, no. There's a four-week wait. And I was like, but then why am I calling you today? Like, why are you specifying? Because the wait's four weeks. And they're like, well, we booked ahead. So I'm having that issue now. So we I booked, booked that to April and I'm getting that now. Well, just like, we booked ahead. So you're, just, you're, on in, you're on in like whatever. And I'm like, but that's, then why am I calling you now? Like, just make it an email. Like, what, why does it have to be today? Yeah, you know but I mean? those were old dudes running it. They were like, email. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But like, at the same time. And I was so affronted by that as just this fucking shit like wannabe open mic yeah but in your that. head you were yeah, like I am like, the king of Sydney no I was just like well this system this system is unjust so <laughs> I need to just do a sign up on the night thing and it was it was Kettler like the guy that I ran it with Sam Kettler yeah uh, may he rest in peace. He's not dead. He just doesn't do comedy anymore. He's happy. <laughs> Everything's changed. He's actually. He did his kitchen recently. I did my fucking kitchen. <laughs> anyway. He's actually our intro next week. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I love it. It's all dead comics. I, I, I think there's probably still footage of Cattle on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. He's like first out of the mic and he killed. Oh my God. This guy was so much better than me. It was yeah? ridiculous. Isn't um, that a crazy feeling? Yeah, like, sometimes comedy is just longevity. Did he like, start earlier yeah. than you or the same time and then he was just way probably, better? I think he probably started later. I was so bad. Like, you guys probably haven't been around long enough. I was terrible, man. Like, I, I was I not remember you shit sucking. No, oh, kidding. really? Fucking, that was hurtful. No. I don't, <laughs> know, I don't, I don't remember you at all. Exactly. <laughs> I had to do I sometimes. But, but no, yeah. So we, we just started. We just literally, we started at the top of Glee Point Road and we just walked down. 
And I was like, that looks like a pub, that looks like a pub. Because he got me on board because I was running pub trivia. So I apparently knew how to talk to pubs. I had some pub talking <laughs> experience. I could go in and be like, hello, can I speak to the manager, please? <laughs> like I had a complaint, but I actually had a, a suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that. And then uh, we found the record crate and Nev was like rock and roll. Actually, no, it was funny. We went to, what was that one? Top of eight, the AB? Clear Point Road. There's like one, it's like a big kind Right of on the corner? Oh, he knows it. AB, yeah, there we go. The, the AB, AB. Went yeah. to the AB. And the guy sat down and was like, this sounds great. This sounds great. Let me just make some notes. Sorry, how do you spell comedy? Oh. Like, he actually said that. No. And we're like, ah, I think we're going to pass. Even though we had no other <laughs> options at yeah. the time. Like, yeah, please. Yeah, you're um, turning down. Turning oh, shit down. We're getting other offers. So I, Nev, I, was, Nev was down right from the get-go. Nev was like, rock and roll. When can you start? And we're like, uh, three weeks. And he's like, what about two? And we're like, all right. So we just did, we did it like in two weeks time. And it, we had eight. How'd no, you nine. promote it? Because this would have been before Facebook almost. No, we had, <laughs> I love that you're acting like this is in like the 80s. Like, you know, did, did you just fax everybody in black you? and white, right? Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like those microphones that Elvis had. You know, that's what we did. It's like Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, we started together, me and Maisel. Uh, so. Before she was marvelous. Yeah, she was just okay then. Yeah. Uh, mediocre Maisel. Yeah. That was the thing. Um, but yeah. alliteration still. Oh, man, I, I can write. Uh, but so, um, yeah, we did the first show. We had eight signups. And I remember Seizure Kaiser. I remember at the time, I was like, Same, same with mine. I was like, Seizure, big get. He came on to close no the show, and I was like, oh. "Yes, we got a headliner, baby. We're we're in." When was the last time someone said Seizure Kaiser? Headliner. I'm not. I'm not uh, going to my brothers, man. Wait, wait. It was his show. No, I love. I love Seizure to bits. We're, there's a discussion going on, but we're talking to yours again. I just. Uh, basically, the test. The yeah. testing. I was talking to Dan. All oh, right, sorry. Sweet. Yeah, I'm making good. sure I didn't knock anything. So yeah. basically. Seizure's room, there needs to be a seizure because without seizure, there's no middle ground. Like you are basically fucked and you're trying to find somewhere to sign up or trying to get it, trying to be part of this community, but it's so fucking narrow-minded and so tight. Like uh, I do my ex-boyfriend's part, but it's, he create he fills a hole. He fills a hole? You're, really, you're sticking with the anus metaphor. No, I'm still talking, <laughs> about, I'm still talking about my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> um, no. But no, so yeah, he I, does. Can I just say, say seizure cop shit, Brought but I will say seizure, like he was really helpful. Like in the beginning, like he gave me advice, like he kind of recommended people and stuff like that. And I was very grateful. Um, but yeah, so we did that. And it was just, this is how dumb it was. We emceed a half age. So it was like four people each. Uh, there was this guy, Ben Bilhart, so this like amazing set, just like some guy. He did it like four times, but it was so funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then like we sat at the front facing the crowd. Like we had this full room because all our friends came down thinking it was like a kind of like a party. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, yeah, this is, we've got to support the boys. Like, you know, yeah, now it's sick. like, hey, come see my professional comedy show. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, I want nothing to do with that. Yeah. I'll give you free tickets. They're $20 each normally. And they're like, no, nah, <laughs> please. Um, <laughs> how many arenas yeah. you done? One? Fuck off. Yeah. Like, you know, I've got like, kids. Anyway. I've got kids to look after. Yeah. I know you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Making up children and dead grandmas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's like, it's hilarious. But anyway, we just did that. And then it, we honestly, I think the next week we had like seven signups. And after that, I went to like 20 and just, it was always full. Boom, boom. Like, it was so weird. Like people just turned up to shit. I don't know why. Like I don't like the like the, the record crate was like this hot mess. Like yeah. like all the beers were like way too expensive. Like the food was literally cooked by a plumber from <laughs> Wales. Like With you the know, fucking the yeah, grill. Yeah, yeah was, they just heated shit up on that. Yeah, thing. it was yeah, terrible. George Foreman. No, it improved. Like well, by the time you guys were there, it improved. At the start, oh, it was no like food. literally this plumber <laughs> guy just kind of being like, "Well, this is a chicken," and everyone would be like, "All right, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Prob probably. What we, part of it? And like we don't know. <laughs> We'd just be like, please don't eat the food here. Like please don't do that. Um, we, we, we value we value you. Yeah, and you had no idea what an MC was, no idea of how a 
uh, we, we just we just do two halves each. Like Kettle did the first half, I was in the second half. Uh, he was smart enough to get guest MCs in for the first half. Like soon, yeah, because he was like, I got a job and a life and this is dumb. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I had your insight. Uh, <laughs> that age. Now I've just got a fucking gap in the CV that I can't explain. <laughs> yeah. um, what have you been doing for the last six years? Yeah. Well, uh, making enemies. That's what I've done. That's like my whole thing. Burning bridges and yeah. not the good ones. No, not, not even in a like demolition sense. Yeah. Just, burning just burning metaphorical bridges. Yeah, burning bridges that I'm okay to burn. Yeah. Um, oh, well. But yeah, so we just did that and it just became this thing. And it was like really cool because like... Uh, yeah, like just all, it was weird. It was kind of coincided with like all these people coming down from Brisbane. Like Sam Campbell came down, Becky came down. Oh, um, moved permanently. Moved, yeah. And like uh, Henry Stone as well. Duggan got in there like eventually. But like, yeah, it was just really nice. Like, and it was just, uh, man, I, I honestly prefer that to, uh, to uh, this now. Like, just kind of. But this right every, now. Yeah, definitely anything compared to this right now. <laughs> this, is, this is a horror show. And a trip! I'm getting a phone call of my fiance and I'm ignoring it. So, you know, this, uh, this is the commitment I bring to the craft. But uh, no, he's just, all in. Just like every Wednesday, just had a place to go, and like everyone would come. Like everyone would come. Like just kind of, yeah. Sounds it was just really nice, and and we did like these kind of showcase shows that were like still my highlight of like yeah. all this shit. Like you know, it was like eighty people crammed in this like forty seater, and like you just I sucked, and I did like this nine eleven joke for nine minutes, and like, <laughs> like you know, you know like, it still fucking, had three more in it. Yeah, those fucking like loose change documentaries <laughs> felt shorter than that nine eleven joke, you know, like and just and just I, don't know, I just loved it, and then yeah. like everyone was so nice after being like, Dan, you're really not that bad. I'm like, thanks guys. Like yeah. you know, they were lying obviously, but like you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was that, cool. that's that's interesting. You're talking about the difference, man, compared to now like you've been opening for Hofstetter to- not opening touring with Hofstetter because uh, like we hosted the show at where Magic is yeah and uh, Pots Point Hotel right, level yeah. one but uh, man like I like uh, like the venue was like can you please come do the audio because they don't know how all the sound works I was like yeah I thought it was anyway came down looked after and I was like fuck I watched it man and it was the first time I'd seen you in like two and a half years yeah. and you fucking the way so you did like 20 up top was it or, or whatever yeah and 20 then, or 30 or something yeah, yeah and then Steve does like 40 and then you're yeah. both on stage for a bit and the, the Q&A. way you two are working together though is yeah. the way you both you both have very strong similarities but you're also mm. very different in the same strength diff, like in a few key points um, mainly business-wise. Um, <laughs> he's also Jewish. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make that clear. Um, right. I'm a good Catholic boy. He's going to hell. <laughs> is he so Jewish? What do you want? <laughs> um, he is, yeah. How did yeah. you guys meet? How did, how uh, how Magic did Mike. Yeah. At Magic Mike. For real. Uh, the f- first three, one. Three years ago. Yeah, back That's at the very start, dude. Yeah. Really? What yeah, was so Hofstede doing? Better question. What was he doing in Sydney? He was doing he's a show. touring. He was doing a show the next night. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I did, I did a show. It was funny because he was on. And James Smith was on. It was, was a, a big very one. strong lineup, yeah. Well, that, that was when I was like, hey. You pull it early, Skinner. Yeah, so the open mic was cranking, and I was like, all right, I want to try and see how it goes when I book a headliner and do that mm. shit. So I was, because like uh, you were saying, at the start, you don't really know yeah. all the other rooms. You don't know how everything's run at all. You don't know the industry. So I didn't know the industry, and then I was like, all right, look, this room is cranking, sadly, uh, not sadly, 30 people, roughly, yeah. at the old magic, which like is. Full. Yes, which is full. It was a small room, yeah. Yeah, as very, it was the front of a fucking Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. slash nightclub. It was fucked. But I was like, all right, I booked James Smith. Um, I reached out to agents and stuff. I was like, all right, let's try it, see yeah, how this yeah, works. Yeah. So I was learning how it works. I got James Smith and then Hofstadter messaged me and was like, hey, dude, uh, I'm in town. This I just I just landed. Is it sweet if I jump up uh, tomorrow or uh, on Wednesday? And I was like, yeah, fucking. Yeah, he, he wrote a bio, like a message that was explaining who he was yeah, yeah but yeah. i was already a massive fan and i was like i had to like <laughs> had to pace myself and be like 
yeah, you can fucking perform. But really, <laughs> on the inside, I was like, yes, yes. I, I re- love this dude. And I remember that because when I, when I came there, like, Andy Skinner was like, that's, like, that's Steve Hofstadter. And I was like, who's that? Who's Steve Hofstadter? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know his... Yeah. I, like, I knew when I looked him up, I was like, oh, like, that I don't guy. know who that guy is. Yeah. Yes. But it's funny because he says that's like his biggest problem as a performer, like it's name recognition. Yeah, like like people like see like a clip, they're like, oh, I've seen that guy before. Like yeah. that guy's funny, but like just the name, like if you just say Steve Hofstadter, like how do they? It doesn't cross. Yeah, man, that's like I'm, I'm running. Like I was talking to you yesterday about this. Like the, I'm running these shows with Neil mm. uh, before Magic every Wednesday, six thirty, and Neilandfriends.com. And you got, a, you got a website for it? Yeah, I got I got yeah. a domain that links to yeah. the ticketing. I'm pretty it's good at what I'm doing. Get a domain. He just, uh, he just buys up. I've domains. got Elliot. Yeah, I've got. As soon as a comedian gets to my stage that I think is yeah, going to yeah. do the well, la- I buy la- .com. Yeah, the laziest yeah. form of colonization ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to have all the .coms can't. Don't, don't even come out with your .co.uk's. I don't want them. In don't five years, Shin is going to have 10 grand. I've got fucking ElliotRobetti.com, .com.au, and that was a year ago. I had to renew it for way too much money because I was going to build a website but never did. Who's Elliot Rivetti? Oh, sorry. <laughs> didn't realize. That's the perfect response. Yeah, perfect response. Exactly. Without the website, it's nothing. So Neil has the same situation where they're like, are you that guy from YouTube? And it's like, and I am telling people, they're like, oh, you do comedy. What do you run? I'm like, I'm running this show with Neil that sells out every week. Mm. Here is like, you know, Neil Kohatka. And yeah. they're like, no. Like, I think in their mind, they're like my Uber driver. But then I'm like... <laughs> It's bad, I know. I mean, <laughs> I know. I mean that, that implies that most people know their Uber driver's last names, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah, I yeah, think yeah, is yeah. weird. I've got a few saved. Really? Some few big ones that I was like, some few good ones. A um, few good ones? <laughs> what is a good Uber driver? Well, just a name that comes in and you're like, oh, it's like Muhammad Muhammad. And I'm like, no. All right. I <laughs> should not have admitted that on the podcast. Are you sure you don't edit this? <laughs> I <laughs> will be. consider it? I yeah. will be, yeah. With shop angles. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm like talking to my house. I'm like, Neil Kohaka. And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, I show him a photo of him. And they're like, oh, yeah, that guy. And I'm like, how do you... This guy's got half a million subscribers on everything. Two million on Facebook. How do you not... Yeah, because you got, you got like the... It's like a visual recognition as opposed yes. to like a name. It's like... Yeah, I mean, I was saying, like, when I... Because I, I did stuff with Neil in the in the past, and just by people like, who is Neil Kaka? It sounds familiar. And I'm like, give us your fucking money, cunt. And they're like, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. of course. From we know two, that guy. Australian Two Minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that video is, like, eight years old now. Yeah, it's so weird. He looks so young. Like, he doesn't have, he doesn't have like, the long kind of, like, Bollywood protagonist hair. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got a real strong... <laughs> or lack of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That, thing, that thing's powerful now. Yeah. I like it. He, look, he, looks, he looks thick. Yeah, I gotta but say, he, like, has, I gotta, he I gotta, works out like most we- most days of the week, really? and it's like, yeah, man, he's looking jacked. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's kind of like the Chappelle shift almost. So it's oh, like, okay, he's that's like what he's going for. And, yeah, I think so. But like, um, when I make my big comeback, I want to be fucking jacked. <laughs> that's what I'm looking he's for. Just getting back from Africa right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. Well, it's, it's wild, man. So look, we're already 26 minutes in. Whatever. Let's let's watch some clips, man. Um, Thank you. You guys are still here. That's crazy. I did not realize. Shut your mouth. Tremendous. Got, we got fans. We got. I don't, I'm These not, are lovely people. We're actually, actually negative. You know uh, by we, the way, also Mullington. Give a shout out a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, let's do our MVPs. We got our MVPs for the week. So we got. Uh, we got two. To me, I like to shout this out. We got two MVPs. I'm very, very happy. We got Conlad. Conlad, I think you've been at every single show, so that makes you four or five at this point. Yeah. Oh You're here in spirit. That's I right. was being very sexist. Yeah, yeah. And we got JT for about what is it, three or four at this point. All of them, all of them. And uh, JT got up tonight, did some fucking good bits. He had, he had a few for for early days, man. We've seen people get up with way less. Hey, that's a first set. Yeah. I'm all done with that. Oh, dude, I'm, 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 I'm first set tonight. 
For two years. For two years. Yeah. Holy shit, you got out for two years and you came back in? What happened to you? What happened in your personal life that you thought this was a way out? <laughs> He's like, you know what? Mugs. i got to get back into can the you open plug mic that scene. Into that? Can I plug that into that? This is going to be good for me. So I didn't, I didn't no, but yeah, if we can just get a uh, quick round of applause for our MVP. Yeah, a round of applause, guys. I appreciate MVP. that. You guys are tremendous. Oh, how good is that? None of them were listening until we said round of applause and forced them. Oh, man. It's all good. Perfect. Stay in your conversations. I love that. You told me before, you're like, this podcast is just for us. It's yeah. not the audience at all. The venue wanted stand up. I wanted a podcast. We met at sort of halfway or double. Yeah. Where we were like, I'll give you both. Yeah. As long as I get this last thing. Oh, I'm down. I love it. Um, but yeah, thank you for your service, Mugs. Uh, you've been it's in the a, game. It's a goddamn too pleasure. It's always uh, good to be on a podcast that people discuss mid-podcast that no one listens. <laughs> so that's when you're like, fuck, I should bring it. I should, <laughs> I should bring the noise. Man, so I've got some clips set up. We've got... I, I definitely see Ari Shafir's little little weird little alien. We're going on that. Yeah. Do you want to start with that and work back? It's no, a pretty hot whatever. topic. What do you want? You, you had, um, a, you had what, a structure in mind. Whatever you got. Well, look, all right. So it's good to talk about this because mainly I've seen just bitch-ass fucking uh, responses to it. Fighting on the Kid, bitch-ass response. A few other fucking big podcasts were bitching about it. So basically, Kobe Bryant dies. Ari Shafir makes a tweet saying he died 23 years too late. Because he does not support Kobe Bryant uh, or the Lakers. He fucking hates the Lakers. Well, well, I mean, why did you say it was, like, too late? Like, because it was about the rape allegation. That well, no, the rape thing came, like, a bit later. So the 23, 23 years since his death was when he got drafted. Uh, so even him being in the NBA was too right, late. Right, was thing. like, fuck Yeah, because they, okay. they keep beating his team. Right. Um, Who does he support? It's for, I don't, I'm not too sure. Yeah. My research didn't go that far back. <laughs> but uh, so basically, he posted a tweet saying he died 23 years too late. Uh, and then he also doubled down and posted this bad bitch. Curious about what you think about this. Like, is this, is this a good joke? Is this an open mic sort of energy? Like, I... Uh I'm not, I'm not going to go on record calling Ari Shafir an open micer, just in case you're wondering. He's a very good comedian. Oh, that's where. And like, if wrong. you, if you, yeah, if you know like him as like, oh, a he, that's who he is. All right, so we'll discuss yeah. it after we all watch it. So yeah. Kobe Bryant dies. This is hours after he passed. Yeah. Guys, I know there's always a lot of like hate, pain in the world, and it's always a bunch of terrible stories. And every once in a while, there's a good story. A good story comes out. The guy who got away with rape got his today. Kobe Bryant is a god. I'm here in Charlotte, the home of the team that originally drafted him. Uh, maybe he wouldn't have raped that chick in Denver if he had been if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. But anyway, the point is, dude, it's like. All right. <laughs> like it's obviously fucked, but it's also very funny, in my opinion, which is what comedy is. Someone's opinion. It's very good. What, what, you, wait, you think that's like a good opinion? Oh, no, it's fucked. But the, the reason it's so good is because it's so fucked. It's basically, it's like, all right, everyone's upset about this. This celebrity's passed away. So then he's like, yeah, fuck you guys. And this is after the first tweet. So he's done the tweet and then he's seen the heat and then gone, yeah, you think that's bad? Doubles down with a video at the fucking Charlotte's. Staples Center. But then, like, he... Uh, not at the Staples Center, is it? Charlotte's Charlotte Center. Is, uh, yeah, Staples Center's where uh, Kobe Bryant played. Um, but, like, so... He backpedals. Yeah, but he, also, he backpedaled and he said, like, uh, he got hacked. Oh, guys, sorry. I know, there's always a lot. No, no, so straight did away he, when he got the heat... he got hacked? No, that, that, he that was that. a joke. That yeah. was, like, a follow-up. He's like, so oh, I got hacked, sorry, yeah. guys. And no, was, no, like, no. another joke. He said, I got hacked. Uh, got hacked was his... So he retweeted his video, this, this video, or his tweet, and said, got hacked. 
as a joke because in the video last week, doubling down. Well, last week, uh, UFC fighter was talking shit to Connor yeah. when Connor was fighting. Kamara Usman, yeah. Yeah, so, but then he was like, he retweeted, got hacked, mm. even though he was talking shit. And then, so he did the same thing because he's got a sports podcast. It, it was yeah, a bit. Yeah. And then uh, he does the video and then... All right, so what happened with the longevity of, like, with the rest of the story is he posts this, obviously gets heaps of heat from people that he knows, best friends of his, whatever. Yeah. But then this is who Ari Shafir is, first of all. Like, he's done this for everyone that's ever passed away. He did it for Mitzi Shaw, who he was very good fucking tight with. Right. Who passed him so at the So he does, store. like, regular videos. Always. He uh-huh. just, so, and then he posted an Instagram photo, uh, Instagram screenshot of his notes that explained his position was like, look... I do this. Every single famous person that dies, I pretty much do this. I love destroying gods. And part of Ari Shafir's story is that he was like next level devout Jewish and then broke away from it. So it's part of his essentially character. He breaks away from it and uh, from Judaism and then makes special after special about just like how ridiculous that was and all that. It's who he is. Uh, and not only that, he's also an online troll. So he loves... Yeah, well, I mean... He I, loves fucking with people. Like the amazing racist and all that kind of yes. stuff. That's like kind of like yeah. peak him. In the last six months, he's drugged his best friend live on a podcast, Bert Kreischer. Yeah. He's done this. And last year, he revealed uh, the Skankfest lineup before Luis J. Gomez could reveal it yeah. on purpose just to fuck with him. He loves fucking with people. If you are taking this... Like, if you're offended by this, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Like, it's just a fucking video. I get, but then, also, in the screenshots of his notes, he's like, look, I didn't know that his daughter was on the plane with him when, right. I, when I did it. He didn't know that a family is now broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought a, he thought a celebrity had, had died, fallen. Just like, yes. yeah. But then, he, even in the notes, he was like, if it was, would I have done it differently if I'd known? I don't think so. So, it's like, he, he's true to himself... Yeah, well, he's doubled down on it. Mm. He's like, being yeah. like, yeah, this is just how it's going to be. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, and then the notes was in a pullback. It was like, a, look, I, yeah, I'm sorry that it hurt so many people, but they're like, it's what I do. It's not for the main public. It's mm. for his fans. That's why he posted to his Instagram, which he barely ever posts on. Yeah. It's not a... So where would you sit on that? Would you, do you think it's fucking... What do you think of it? Do you think it's good or bad? It's obviously bad, but... I mean, I, I don't think it's, like, obviously bad. I'm just kind of like... Uh, I don't know. I just can't imagine... I can't imagine being in a position like... All right, for example, I really like Adam Goods. Right? I think Adam Goods is, like, a fucking hero and, like, all this kind of stuff. If some comedian, when he died, was like, it's good that Adam Goods died. He's a bad man. 23 years, too late. He shouldn't have won the brown layer, blah, blah, blah. West Coast in the final. Hero, fucking hero, straight of the year too, by the way. Uh, but anyway, so like, all this stuff. Like, I wouldn't then be like, I'm distraught that this comedian said something fucked. I'd be like, what a cunt, and just move on. Yeah, you like, wouldn't. I don't need, I don't, I don't care that much about their negativity. That person thinks, yeah. Like, you know, even. 100%. If- that's my view on it. It's like, and so, and like a lot of comedians have been bitch cunts about it and whinging about it. But I honestly believe it's like, first of all, it's not for you. It's for his fans that do like that shit. And they, they are accustomed to his level of fucking being a dickhead. Yeah, I mean, that, like, as I said, The Amazing Race is like, I don't know if you know that sketch. Like, that was yeah. basically, he would dress up as the KKK and go into, like, a store run by a black guy and call him boy and, like, all this stuff. And, like, that was, like, a staged, like, kind of hidden camera show. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that was, like, how it worked. 
And like, yeah, and like people love that because it was just so outrageous. And like, yeah, this is just an example of being outrageous. Yeah, I, I totally understand. I mean, like, yeah, I was as a objective, like, sort of devil's advocate. Does that justify? Does that justify the like if you're doing it consistently and you're like, I'm going to show up and do something consistently racist? This is just what I do. Well, no. Well, Does that's that, the thing. It's not racist. It's more based on. I think that's the, a more interesting question. I'm like, how do you? How yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just curious. Like, how 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 do you get away with it? Well, Ari Shafiri's his career is based on him being who he is, which is an absolute fucking dirtbag. Like, he always is this. Like, it's not like he's like mm. the nicest guy ever, and then he posted this. He is an absolute. But but like, he's it. also like I think the thing with the Amazing Racist and like just this stuff is like he's clearly kind of like catering. This isn't a hundred percent who I am as a person. This is like something I'm doing professionally to provoke mm. you. To yes, it's on purpose. You. Like. This is all intentional. It's kind of yes. like it's kind of the thing where it's just like, why the fuck should I pay this much money for this piece of art when it's like a piece of shit? It's like it's intended to mm. annoy you. That's yes. the point. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the, the point of it was to piss a, people off. Yeah, and they all got pissed off. Pissing off Kobe Bryant fans. Sometimes it's putting a urinal in an art gallery because you're Marcel Duchamp. Well, we're talking about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's Everyone's like, talking about. It, but I so like, did and and the the one as part of a saving grace, like Brian Callen was in the heat of the moment, fucking. Message him about or whatever, and he right. regrets it. I remember, but the then, thing. but then he also was like, "I don't, uh, you know, I don't agree with it. what he get, if Sharp's like, what do you get out of it? It's like, dude, it's f- not for you. His there, there is a percentage of his fans that are that know him for this and want him, like they expect it of him. They're like, oh yeah, cool. But it's also he's like, he's just been a fuckhead. Well, there I mean, isn't, which is who his character is. Well, I mean, like Luke Heggie does it on a much like smaller scale. Like when people die, is he like, um, when people die, sorry. Uh, he'll just go and like promote his next show. He'll be like, "Oh, it's such a shame that we lost Kobe Bryant today. I mean, I'm feeling pretty bummed out. If you are too, you should buy tickets to." Blah, are blah, you blah, fucking blah. serious? <laughs> yeah. He was on. He was on the last episode, and no, ne- I didn't. Even, did not know no, that. No, he does that all the time. Like, oh, that's just, fucking it's, brilliant. It's just like, that's it's awesome. Yeah, it's just like I love fake, that. fake sympathy. Like, and he's just fucking yeah. with it, and like, it's fine. You like, turn it into marketing, and also that works for the algorithm. So like, yeah, you can throw the, that. Yeah, you can throw that in there. I mean, and one thing, a genius. One thing I won't have said about Luke Heggie is you know, is anything about the fucking algorithm. He's not like fuck. I should put more keywords in this tweet. Like you know, that's just not him. Um, but yeah, like just, but this other thing is like the thing about this stuff that I find really weird. It's like people people get offended by things and then retweet them with a comment. And it's like if you're offended by something, shouldn't your aim be to minimize the exposure of that? Exactly. Thing? Mm. All right, dude. I brought this up. All right. So out of the whole fighter and the kid episode, I only saw the clip, which was. Kobe Bryant's death, Ari Shafir's reaction. Mm-hmm. And in that video where they're bitching about it, like f- schoolgirls, um, Brian goes, he's essentially, if you work it out, he's monetizing this tragedy. But mm-hmm. then hang on a sec, you've put up a clip that links to your full podcast, which is your business. Yeah. Because you're literally have to. monetizing this fucking tragedy, but instead you've little you've got a little fucking workaround, and now you're monetizing the reaction of that tragedy yeah. that you say is wrong. But that's like every like that's so many things at the moment. Mm. It's like mm. it's like you know, there's people are like why why does this person have like a feminist take on this thing that has nothing to do with feminism? Like because that is their job. Like it's it's imp- <laughs> yeah. you have to funnel <laughs> it through job. this it's thing. It's stuck. Like yeah. that's all it is, man. Like, it it's, works. It's simple. It's really like, what's stuck. Some people's job is to put bricks on top of other bricks with cement in the middle. Other people are just like, hey, you know what? Kobe's Bryant death means for women. Like you just yeah. you have to yeah. do that. And they have to do it, even if it's something about women, something not about women, like about anything. Like people about race, like you're just like, 
Kobe Bryant's death means for black people, and he like does it. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like I, he it was, means nothing. He was, he was a very important person to a lot of black people, I'm sure. Yeah. But like I don't know what his like. I don't know what black people have to do with helicopters. Like I don't know. Like yeah. I, almost nothing. Maybe I. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they do. I, 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 Actually, I'm, I I'm very willing to be corrected on this. Was Alonzo Bowden used to work on helicopters and stuff like that in the Air Force and stuff? Maybe. I don't know that much about black people. Off the top of my head. <laughs> or, aeronaut- <laughs> or, or aeronautics. But, uh, yeah, you know, he was getting helicopters to fucking spend more time with his family. Cool. Well, but that, uh, that, was, that was the sad thing in that. That I, is sad. Have you, have you seen that interview where yeah, he's like, man, this is why fucked. I take the helicopter because I yes. can't do all but these things. Also, I spend time with yeah. my family. And you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah but, but then you also yeah, hear yeah. that he was actually like accused of rape and then there's a whole situation there and it's kind of like, I'm right, pretty ignorant with that whole situation. Right, take that whole situation out of it. It's like your whole reason for getting a helicopter is you don't like traffic. You want to spend an extra right. half an hour? I sympathize um, with at the most with that. I don't with drive. That, with that topic. Yeah, I don't drive. So I'm like... What do you mean? What about, th- what about this, though? Like, just imagine being so busy that you're too busy for ground transport. <laughs> like, where you're just 100%. like, if I need to do, if I'm going to do all the things I need to do, I need a personal helicopter. That's yeah. like what I need. Like, I need to be able to fly over everyone. Yeah. Land, That's play too ball. Busy. You're too busy at that point. Yeah, play ball, do interviews, and then fly back and take my kids... Pick my kids up from school. It's like if you need a helicopter to execute the day, it's too, it's yeah, too, it's yeah, too dense. Yeah, maybe fucking shred some shit. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. You but no, t- just like you know, just imagine being in the uh, like. Because that's the thing, I I can imagine being pretty busy, but at no point am I like, you know, the solution, <laughs> helipad. <laughs> I need two. I need one at my house and I need one at the kebab shop down the road. I've I need never, to get there. <laughs> I've never walked on a helipad, let alone fucking. No? I've never, I've never, I've never seen a circular parking spot in my life. <laughs> like, not once. Yeah. No one ever gets off a helicopter cool either. It's always hair blowing nuts, and they're like, <laughs> no, they're always feeling it as well. Worried about getting their dumb head cut off, or yeah. loser, or they're walking <laughs> through our show. <laughs> Man, it's just like it's just. I just can't. I didn't even realize that. Like, if he's got to see his kids, like, and they're at a restaurant, does he just land the helicopter on the, on the roof? <laughs> no, in the street. <laughs> like, just like it's just it's crazy. Like, yeah. I just can't even fathom that. But like, it's just yeah, it's just really sad he died. Like, you know, the thing we just kind of like people get really sad about that. Yeah, and, I, and I'm kind of like good. I think that's nice that people get sad because, like... Oh, I thought you meant it's good that he died. Yeah, no, good no, that no, people no. get sad, people, for it's sure. Good that people get sad because like, I remember when Heath Ledger died, I was real, like, kind of young and I was like, mm. fucking, who gives a shit, man? You didn't know him. And it's like, people are like, no, but he meant something to me. And mm. I'm like, oh, yeah. fair enough. You know what? Now, now I sort of feel you on that, on that aspect because, like, sure enough, like, Kobe Bryant means fuck all to me. But when Heath Ledger died, especially straight after the Joker, and I'm like, we need more of that? Is he, like... It's just a matter of perspective because I didn't give a shit about basketball, but people yeah. did. I mean, I think the thing with him because like, I've been getting into basketball slowly, and yeah. like I think his whole thing is like just pure hard work. You know what I mean? Like that was his thing. It's Kobe's like, just yeah, he didn't have the natural attributes of other people. He just had this <laughs> yeah. work ethic. He just had this fucking work yeah. ethic. It was crazy. And people really identified with it. It's kind of yeah, like I don't know enough about Nipsey no Nipsey Hustle, but people yes. seem to be very inspired by him because he was like. Kind of like you just got to work hard. That's that's a very inspiring figure now. I remember, I like it. I like a genius. That's my favorite. Like a Nick Kyrgios, like a Christian Ronaldo. Yes. Just a, just a cunt who's really good. <laughs> All right. He's just, just like, but I'm he's like, but they're a cunt. He's like, yeah, but he's better than you. He's the best cunt. This is what I'm dealing <laughs> with with magic. One. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back to me, but it is true. Like if your skill is better than your there's. Obviously, always uh, exceptions to the rule. But if your skill is better than your fuckwitism, yeah, you I mean, be, if you're more talented than you are fuckwit, yeah, 
That's fine. I love Nick Kyrgios. Like the, there was that uh, we were talking to, when Koshman was on the pod. We were talking like uh, Nick walks up to the like to start the match or like at the half of the match mm. and he shakes the guy's hand. And he's like, "Hey, this dude fucked your girlfriend," and walks off. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that is perfect. Yeah, like you get not only are you getting in their head, you're getting in both their heads. And then, and then he's like, "Do I have?" There's a whole range of things going on here, and he's like. Wait, did they, did she? They were the alone kind of, together that, for that. Are tour. the kind of tactics you'd use if you were on, if you were a tennis player? They're not, the tactics I use day to day. <laughs> do you not do that? Like, did I not say that when I was emceeing tonight? Every comedian I brought on the stage, I was like, "Hey, you know, Kokonakis uh, fucked your girlfriend." But that's what I just brought everybody up to. Yeah, just to let you know. And then, yeah. you know what? Didn't throw us. Didn't throw it there. They were like, "Oh man, I'm glad she's doing well." as long as she's punching up. Yeah. Um, so what, are, what else we got here? I've got, uh, I've got. Joking, got a doll on bloke. Uh, bo- bloke on doll. Bloke on doll. Backwards. Yeah, we got that. Uh, yeah, let's let's get the main beef out of it. All right, so this guy here, a little preface. He, I don't know how the interview started, or how it came about, but this essentially was a whole Centrelink thing where they're drug uh, drug testing people on Centrelink. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy, for some reason, got Centrelink involved, uh, got a current affair involved, and was like, hey, "If the federal the government gets money. its way, mm-hmm. some Australians on Centrelink could be hit with random drug tests." We met a young man who openly admits he buys drugs with his welfare payments. I can't really deny it. I can't really say anything against it. Mate. Well, he knows drugs are holding him back. Can you imagine? Right. Can you imagine as a country having so little on that the prime minister can comment <laughs> yes. on this? Exactly why story. I paused it, dude. He, that is his, that's in his schedule. He's like, hey, watch this clip. Sorry, what are we going to do about the fires? And by the way, what are you reckon about Adrian? Yeah. Is, is, is Adrian exactly. doing the Centrelink wrong? Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling he's on drugs. Like, and so he, embarrassing. He's like, yeah, yeah, dude. The, the most embarrassing thing about this story, I don't even know how the rest of the fucking thing goes. Yeah, you the haven't most seen embarrassing this yet. thing is Scott Morrison Being on making it. a soundbite for a current affair <laughs> after he's quite publicly been on holiday when we fucking needed it. Yeah. Like, Not only that, there's a few joke. things going on with him. He's uh, he's in, currently in a corruption scandal about uh, sports things. It's a whole range of things. Oh, the sports rods. Yeah, yeah sports rods. I just saw it yesterday and I'm like, oh, no way. This government's corrupt. Dude, it is I've so been ni- talking that for years. It is so nice that news.com is a gateway drug for the paper. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's crazy. So yeah, Scott Morrow, that think about how that, I love to imagine how that came about. And he's like, someone in the current affair was like, all right, do we email him? Do we call him? Like, yeah. how do we we've, confirm? We've My schedule's we've, free. I'm, I'm, I'm open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm He's good. like, oh, man, I've got nothing on we, we've, we've got him on the fucking Neighbours with the Vicious Dog story. Why don't we just ask him about Adrian while we're there? Give him a little yeah. bit of background. Let's go, we're calling in next week. <laughs> yeah. I oh use dope and ice. Dope and ice? That's just an up and a down. Well, what are you doing? Uh, they work well day, At least a tenner to a gram every day. Oh, I'd say that disrespects their... F- Again. Yeah, yeah, dude. He did a full (laughs) interview. And not only that, that guy's like dope and ice, holds up his ice ice pipe, doesn't hold up his bong. Yeah, I mean, but surely, like, this is is what a deputy prime minister exists for. It's not (laughs) when you go on holiday. It's for a current affair interview. Yeah. Where you're just like, can you have an opinion on the Centrelink fucking story? Like, yeah, mate, totally. I'm a deputy (laughs) PM. I don't do anything. He's completely involved in it. And, uh, but even better. This is so embarrassing. In the wheelchair. Whether it's Newstart or disability, uh, people shouldn't be abusing that system. It's there for people who need it. I can't say I'm proud of it, (laughs) but I can say I do it. (laughs) 
You know what's even funnier? Doesn't that remind you of Chris's old house? Stained glass windows at the front. Believe it or not, this was actually once one of Melbourne's premier wedding destinations. You can see the gazebo there. <laughs> now it's home to tenants like Adrian. He says he's using your money to fund his habit. Oh, you sound so oh, outraged, nice. Dylan. <laughs> Good, thank you. Right. He's like, hang on, sorry, the place is a mess. Oh, <laughs> I just make sure I've got uh, tobacco, rent and uh, food for... Essentials. And then I buy my drugs. It works, trust me, it I mean, does isn't work. Isn't that what literally like, everyone I know does? <laughs> budget properly. You're also helping him foot the bill for this place. So it's a big help. Everyone keeps treating me like I'm a pig because I sleep in, I sleep in this. But honestly, $20, I can pay anyone around here $20 and they'll clean it up for me. Uh, like I can clean it up in myself in five minutes, but I'm a king, I don't need to. I'm a king. It's yeah. shit, dude. A lot of people would probably be a bit shocked that you spend Centrelink on drugs. Mm. What would your response be to that? Been happening since Centrelink came out, so... But, people have been buying drugs with yeah. Centrelink. Yeah. I could say I'm sorry, but it wouldn't really mean anything because tomorrow I'm just going to get out and get more drugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. where's a sorry stop? Nothing. I want it! <laughs> Where does a, what, what, what is a sorry what stop? What does a sorry stop? Nothing. Nothing. That's a proud Australian. You know what? <laughs> it's so crazy to see someone without a sheet on their bed be so insightful. <laughs> um, what is a sorry stop? Nothing. I'm just uh, thinking about how long Indigenous people ask for a sorry. And like this cunt's being like, what does it stop? You know? Yeah. It did nothing. We gave him a whole day. We got, we just, <laughs> it, it doesn't help anybody. Yeah, oh, it, man. Think, yeah, think about but this. Why? Why? All right, why? Is this on TV? Like, it, why am I watching why this? Why did he agree to the fucking interview? He got paid for the it interview in money. Ice That's it. Fucking weird. Well, probably. He got paid for it in money, but I reckon he gave up. He was like, I don't care if I get arrested. He's like, uh, $143 from a current affair? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> how um, much do you reckon he got paid? For this story, well, how long is it on? What's the, what's the length of the thing? What's the length of the piece? Eight minutes. Almost nine. That's like a He must have got like 10K or something. No chance. They're not paying him a grand an hour. A minute, sorry. No, a minute. Yeah, but they've got to add it. Like, there would have been a whole day of footage. Like, well, this, this piece would have cost them 10. No, like, I reckon they, they gave him five. Oh, yeah, it would have cost, cost them 10. cost them 10 at least. And then, like, yeah, probably like, I don't know, a grand or two grand here. I reckon they gave like, him 500 uh, bucks in this toilet is, paper. This just, make, this just makes me upset. People get off welfare and get Thanks for you. Welfare has to be fair to those receive it. Wait. But it also has to be fair to those. Wait a second. Are we sure that this isn't cut from another interview that he gave that was irrelevant? <laughs> and now they're just kind of pasted it together, being like, you know, he's personally invested in this story. Fucking Scott Morrison. Yeah. I love how he's like, welfare has to be it must fair. Have been, it must he have been doesn't cut know from how, something else. He doesn't know how to spell the word fair. He's like, hang on, it's a, F -A, -R. It's a different word. I think it's supposed to be fair. Yeah. But he's like, huh? F-A-I-R? who pay for it, which is the taxpayer. Prime Minister Scott Morrison spoke to A Current Affair. I mean, the taxpayer, I don't think, has ultimately um, any issues with ensuring that in our society we help those who really need it. And I think Australians actually do support our social security system. But they don't want to be taken for mugs. What would it mean to you if your welfare was taken away as a result of drug use? Better start working again. <laughs> We're talking about drugs here. They're illegal. Yeah, well, um... Depends on what your definition of legal is. 
This guy's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends on what your definition of illegal is. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. He, he, you know what? The worst part is he is right. Like The thing is, I actually take pages out of this guy's philosophy. Yeah. That's the thing. He yeah. gets it. Well, Adrian, it's pretty clear. Fucking Possession wait. Of sorry, sorry. Just take, take a second to realise that that was a three-person conversation. There was the director, there was the interviewer, and they were like, look, that's his bong in the corner, camera guy. <laughs> just come up, zoom in a bit shaky on the bong yeah. because we want to make it very clear. And like, he's just standing there being like, are you zooming in on my bong? And, he's yeah. like, and they're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I've got my fucking glass barbecue over there. Do you want to get that one, sir? Yeah. <laughs> it was edited to, yeah. This is all and not only that, we saw the early <laughs> bong, the bong yeah. earlier, which was just like a plumbing pipe stuck yeah, into yeah, a fucking... Yeah. It's Whatever. Just like, yeah. just like, let, make sure you zoom in on All the right. drug paraphernalia. I think it was an actual. I, I think it was him that was like, "Oh wait, wait, wait I've got this good bong yeah. out here. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is my going out bong." Carries a maximum penalty of one year in Whoa. prison in Victoria. Doesn't really matter. Like their opinion is their opinion. Like um, even if the police came and charged me for what they saw on TV, I don't really care. I'm willing to cop that on the chin. 30 years old. I've been doing drugs a long time. 30 man. years old. And Fuck me. Yeah. 30? 30. 30. I'm not even 30 yet. That's a long 30. Yeah, and I look older than him. That is crazy. I mean, the thing that's bumming me out, I've been like back <laughs> for like six weeks now. I still don't have a chair in my house. <laughs> I'm waiting on a chair. You know what's fucking with me? How sweaty the fucking back of that headrest is. Like, it's just a I mean, normal couch and then just darkness. Yeah, just the sweat. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, oh, dude. He definitely has everything I was, straight. I was, I was a floor boy for many years. This guy's like, no, I got slats, cunt. Look at me. Look at me <laughs> Not even that, like, uh, Sesame Street pillowcase. Like, oh, like he, you, wait, let me, let's, oh, let's just break down boy. the food. We got yeah. the Savoy Jats. We got the Jats there. Yeah, we got the cup of soup. Cup of soup. What, is that ham? Is that just ham in the... I don't know what that one is <laughs> next to the phone. He's got an iPhone. This one? No, that's, that's a yellow sponge. That? that one, yeah. You're that's soup. Cup of soup. That's cup of soup. Oh. Yes. So you know, it's it. cup of soup. He's got a saucepan. He's got, a, well, got some the, water. The funny thing it, well, the funny thing about <laughs> this is that cup of soup doesn't require a saucepan. Thank you, Lukey. Shout out for Luke Mass taking over the reins here at Stanley's on Stanley. I got to drive. Does anyone want mine? There you go. Save it for me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we've got the cup of syrup. We've got the Savoy's. we got what I presume is an empty beer can there. Uh, that's what Wait. he was chopping weed into. Ener energizer batteries. What the fuck does he need batteries for? Yeah, vibrators. He's a <laughs> bit of a freak. <laughs> um, He's got a radio. What does he need? What does he need batteries for? Everything in his house, dude. His no, lights don't come on without no, batteries. Dude, he's got electricity, bro. <laughs> no. Look at this guy. He told you he's a planner. He sorts out rent. He sorts out food. Then he buys drugs. You think the bills don't come into that? Of course they do. Cunt's got Wi-Fi for sure. No chance. I reckon he's got me. a personalized Wi-Fi network name. I don't reckon he <laughs> He's like Andrew from ACA. It's Keith yeah. Crib. Right. Yes. I reckon, right. it's just, I reckon it's just like hoodie. You know what he's got in the back here? I don't know. Met. My mouse should be on there. The baked beans? Yeah. I've got those at home, which really, it sort of sets the tone where it's like the rest of it is like now food. The thing is he- That's for when she his, gets tough. His apartment looks like an open mic's apartment. <laughs> oh, big time. Yeah, but they, just they like, don't uh, live alone though. He does. <laughs> yeah, even worse, it actually looks like some open mics we've been to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, he's got the scissors there as well. That's a bit troubling. Oh yeah, and, they, and they're good scissors. Think about this. The most he's spent out of that bedspread of a kitchen <laughs> is- Basically, the saucepan, 
probably got that off someone, but it's all right. Scissors. Scissors. Everything else. Well, you gotta, you got to open the batteries with something. You can't rip those open. You need scissors. <laughs> At what point has this become Not punching down? Is that <laughs> Adrian is among the tenants renting rooms at Frankston's Ambassador Hotel. Drug use and crime is a constant at the estate. No way. There were three of them out coming at me, fighting for my life. So. Innocent tenants like James say he's fed up. Innocent? He's in the same apartments, yeah. No, he's, he's done a stretch, he's come out, he's trying to best to put his life together. Like, come on, that's the vibe, he's got he a globe. He's got a globe. He's got a globe. He's got a globe. I did just notice that. Yeah, he's like, I want to be better, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, but I say, who I bet, the I fuck they, has a globe? I bet they make him watch fucking Channel 9 for this shot as well. What a pack of cunts they are. Up next. Yeah. With the living conditions. You're getting sort of the worst of the worst. I don't do anything. I'm a bum, I lay on that spot right there watching that TV right there. Yeah, I'm like the most useless bum in Australia, I swear. <laughs> Adrian receives more than $2,000 a month in welfare. For the record, he's not on Newstart. He's on a disability support pension. He says his ADHD is among the reasons why he qualified for the DSP. <laughs> Under his pension, Adrian is deemed capable of working part-time. Um, Wait, sorry, that is part. the most insulting thing I've ever heard. Can you imagine being like, look, man, you're capable three shifts a week, like, max. Any yeah. more than that, I don't know. You can fall uh, yeah. off the rack. Yeah, just you're not ready. capable of working part-time. Like, you know what's capable of working full-time? A self-serve checkout. <laughs> like, you're below that. A self-serve? That's yeah. fucking heavy, man. Yeah, and even still, he still just doesn't get a job. And... Uh, they bring uh, it if, up. If you told me that, I would not want to look for work either. Where it's just like, <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, that'll be still working part time. Right, like, I don't think we can work full time at any point. Yeah, if anyone wants to know what it's like to chase your dreams, uh, yeah, none of us have made five hundred in a week for this year. Uh, you so might speak for yourself. Um, but I'm struggling. Yeah. No, yeah. in one week. Yeah, Hofstetter. Yeah. All right. Aside from that, <laughs> that's by up. ourselves. Yeah, I mean that too. Don't, let's not get into my income. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually on New Start, so if ever I could chill the fuck out, I don't want them looking into me. I'm actually on disability pension. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. just, that's just rude. No, my back hurts from carrying this pod. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of hard to find a job. He also pockets $138 a fortnight in rental assistance from the government. However, a current affair understands he's currently three months behind on rent. Three months behind on rent. That must have taken some deep digging. Oh, yeah. First I mean, of all. But one thing, I, you know, when he was like using his Centrelink to buy drugs, I was like, oh, this is a man down in his luck. But now that I've found out that he's a liar, I'm very upset. <laughs> because he said he sorts out his rent first. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, but he does. Now he's lying. Yeah, I'll tell you right. I don't know, Adrian. <laughs> Always use a little bit more on a pension. Hmm. Could always use a little bit more He's on a pension. He's extremely lucky. I don't know how he got it. It's just not right. It's a slap in the face for people like Brody Whelans from Queensland. I wish he could uh, trade places with me and know what it's like to have a disability and be stuck in a wheelchair every day. He's had 10 surgeries in 10 years, lives with chronic pain, is partially deaf and has recently had his leg amputated due to type 1 diabetes. I love that he thinks that Jonathan being on the street is going to make him better. You know I, what I mean? I love like the fact his last name's Whelan. 
That's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> like, dude. I was, I was actually, I heard that and I'm like, look, I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> I, I refuse. I'm, a, I'm lesser of a man than you. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And he's like, I can't believe this. But like, wait, is... Also, why is that guy beating you financially? You know what I mean? I know you're in a wheelchair and stuff I like that. Oh, I thought you meant me. I was like, uh, they're all beating me financially. The standards. The standards. I mean, well, don't like, bring up standing. But I, he I hates thought, it. I thought it was like the, this This guy like gets the same thing, but like he's got actual hardship. Whereas the other guy, by the way, are we, just, are we noticing they're just letting him chop up pot in like front of them, not being like, hey man, maybe don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like maybe just keep him like not stoned for a day. Yeah. Like, no, we need this shot. Fucking light him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Excuse me, sir. Can I you see more out of it? Yeah, can you maybe just hide your crack pipe and he's like yeah no how do you feel about pretending it's heroin <laughs> <laughs> here's a copy of train spotting read it read yeah the price of heroin's very high lately brody yeah. wants to work but can't despite his long list of health issues the young man's pleas for a disability support pension have been rejected three by the chairs government. Yeah, I'd really appreciate if the, the government the could help drink those holders? who desperately yeah. <laughs> need the help. And, um, he doesn't want to get up. Uh, some yeah. compassion. I mean, I know? think he wants to There's get up. There's a lot of people out there who need One help. thing I don't feel comfortable <laughs> saying about any man in a no, wheelchair, he doesn't want to get up. <laughs> That's going to make a lot of people angry. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> you don't care about that? Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Around 5,000 people could be affected under a government crackdown on welfare recipients who use drugs. Under a two-year trial across three locations, those on Centrelink benefits would be forced to undergo random drug testing. If the test is positive, uh, then what we do is we quarantine 80% of your welfare payment um, and that has to be spent on things like food and clothing and shelter and these things, um, particularly for families involved, that's very important. And only 20% comes in cash. Right now, only New Start and Youth Allowance recipients would be subject to the trial. However, experts believe if the government considers it a success, all welfare recipients could eventually be subject to drug testing. Yeah, it's quite likely it will be extended to anybody on any kind of benefits. They're all taxpayer-funded benefits, so if one group of people has to do the testing, why wouldn't the logic extend to the other groups as well? Look at that focus. <laughs> Simone Casey have a grinder is a policy analyst <laughs> from the Unemployed Workers Union. People who are uh, drug addicted, uh, who have serious drug habits, will be um, engaging in getting their money through other means. So withholding welfare from them is not going to stop them from using drugs, and it's going to drive them further towards crime. She says drug testing welfare recipients and linking unemployment to addiction won't help anyone. They need um, sensitive services that can reach out and help them when they're ready for treatment, not being forced into treatment when they're not ready. What will it take for you to give up drugs or is that not even on the agenda? Uh, no, like, um, it's not like I'm a hardcore drug addict, no. <laughs> It is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like, you were just spinning your glass Barbie in, in glass Barbie. like, yeah, as Wh a fucking trophy. TV. Yeah, as a trophy. And he's like, I'm not a hardcore druggie. I just do it on the weekend. I just got one in the back. Yeah, my weekends are just six days a week. Uh, but, um, no, I wouldn't give up drugs because it's like, most have been doing it for a long time, yeah. Um, Adrian says he knows the kind of job he'd go for if he was forced off welfare. I'd pretty much go find the first furniture removal job I could because I'm just a 
you go. Part of my French. <laughs> Something easy going where I can just put a bunch of boxes in the back of a truck. We just want to help people get into work. And there are things that are holding them back, and drugs is one of them, and we want to help break through. To these people that do the drugs, right, they don't see it as a bad thing. But the police do, I think the everyday person does, the government does. A mm. lot of people see it as a bad thing for a reason. Yeah. But like I said, it depends on the side of the fence you stand on. Can we all just take a second to a think pollen. about how that a current affair interviewer guy looks like a youth pastor? <laughs> just like, yeah, or an undercover cop. Oh. <laughs> like someone that's definitely, definitely going to sneak. Definitely a cop. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just just before, you, before we discuss that last bit there, check this. Facebook asking if welfare recipients should be drug tested. A year. I think he's a we're currently running a poll on Facebook asking if welfare recipients should be drug tested. 61% of you say yes, 39% say no. There's still time to vote, just head to our Facebook page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please balance that fucking system because 40% of you are saying that no one should be drug tested. Yeah, they threw up the poll thinking, oh, I'm sure this is going to be a fucking landslide. Nah, <laughs> Trump's 2020. Like, if you look at the people who watch Current Affair, I'm sure Adrian is actually a regular viewer, <laughs> which is what gave him the idea in Adrian the first place three to go counts. on it. Yeah, he <laughs> brought his fan base in. Oh, by the way, like, I'm actually on drugs on Centrelink. Do you guys want to come like, interview me and shit? Yeah. I'll be behind on my rent. Can you just kind of sort that out? Like, yeah. yeah, then they're like, oh, definitely. Yeah. And not oh, only yeah. that, we'll give you a new pair of scissors. Yeah, <laughs> He's oh, like, I need one. It's just like, look, I usually just kind of break the weed apart with my fingers. But like, <laughs> they like, no, it's a better visual with the scissors. Can we just some scissors, please? Can we just get some scissors like, from the shop? He's like, I knew this was a good, good idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, just like, oh, that, that shit drives me crazy just because it's like, you know, everyone's like being like, what a cunt. And like, no, 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 the, the, the cunts are behind the camera. The cunts yeah. are sitting at the desk. Like, these are the worst human beings in the world. Yeah. It's like the people who stage a car crash because I know people will watch it, you know? Like, oh, it's disgusting. Wait, what? That's a thing? No, it's like, as in that's what they are. Yeah. They're just, like, they're just like, look, there's something horrible happening and you know you're going to look at it because you're bored and a pensioner and, like, all that shit. Yeah. I just love crazy, man. The, the anchors are pretending like they don't do cocaine on a, <laughs> yeah. on a regular basis, yeah. you know what I mean? I used Grimshaw? To Dude, I used Grimshaw's to out there with a loose jaw. Yeah. Bro, I, I used to know uh, this dealer. That he, used to, he used to drop off cocaine to at least three of the nine anchors. Like the, like three of the top nine anchors kind of thing. And he would Don't say their names. I was actually... The, I was no, 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 don't. You like, know what? No, 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 no. Don't because give like, it Because like genuinely like libel and like slander. Like you don't want it. You don't want libel. Exactly. Like, just, so just like uh, but there were like three guys <laughs> that they would always drop off. Guys. Uh, nine, and I was like all, all, actually, all guys. And like they were all... Uh, and he was like, yeah, they fucking... Uh, weekdays. Weekday morning sort of thing they hit up. I love that they showing up to these interviews uh, cast, like uh, chastising people that are smoking fucking yeah. crack and marijuana kind of thing as well you know you know what I've done both and they're, they're great but <laughs> like they're great like that's why I brought <laughs> this clip up because like Unproductive. I can't get to it but, you know. <laughs> he's, um, he's one of us no <laughs> yeah dude like uh, it's very funny that just the whole process I like I knew you'd be perfect for this where it's kind of like the process of even teeing this interview up Oh, Would have just, just been beautiful. First oh. of all, he's like, call me. No, not on that number. That's not my actual phone number. It's like, yeah. here's my real phone number. Yeah, and he's like, come around. Maybe bring, around the corner. Bring, yeah, bring bread sheets. And it's like. Oh, man. No, just like, it's just like absolute like, scum. It's like, yeah. you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, like, <laughs> just like, we're going to interview you about your drug addiction. And there, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, I do have a drug addiction. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. And then they're like, just like, Australia's biggest welfare <laughs> sheet. And he's at home, just like, wait, what? Like, I thought they were interviewing me about the job I'd get as a drug addict. 
Like, that's what this was. <laughs> and then they're like, no, 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 you're a fucking cunt. We told everybody you're about to get evicted. We told them about the rent. Like, you know, just like, it's oh, yeah. evil. Yeah, we've um, given you a check. It's going to bounce. Yeah. No, we can't. Uh, no, we know how we're going to pay or we can't pay because you know you'll spend it on drugs. He's like, I told you that. <laughs> it's all I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, the worst. We're, we're at an hour, man. Let's wrap it up. Let's go. Uh, uh, check out Daniel Muggleton, uh, Three Stripes Three on stripes. YouTube. Yeah, many part, more. Part so one out now. Part one, Part yeah. two out February 21st. Part three out March 21st. February all right, wait till they all come in. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. Check him. Follow Daniel what? Muggleton on all social media. He's. Uh, do you want me to, you want me to do that? Like, because I this is this is you uh, got one this, done? Is, this is this is how you get paid more than uh, five hundred dollars a week, right? You learn how to do your own plugs. Go for so it. So you just hit send it. it, mugs. So if you want to find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, it's at Dan Muggleton. Dan short for Daniel Muggleton, like Harry Potter, but then T O N like the end of every white person's name, right? Muggleton. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, Daniel Muggleton, YouTube, youtube.com slash Daniel Muggleton. I got a special on Amazon Prime called Let's Never Hang Out. It's not available in Australia at the moment because it's going to be back on ABC iView soon. Oh, And I've got a podcast called The Union Jack Off. So Damn, check that out. Check that shit out, guys. Uh, we want to see a lot more subscribes more on the... Ju- on the um, Union Jack, bro. Oh, Jack Please. Off uh, tomorrow luck. morning. Union, let's, let's get Union Jack Off. off. Let's get a whole bunch of those fucking uh, subscribers in well, there. Don't, yeah, subscribe to us first, but also subscribe to them. Dead Comic yeah. Society and everything. Uh, man, we got everything. Deadcomicsociety.com.au. And, uh, get down to Magic Mike, damn it. Get down to Magic yeah, Mike. Yeah, get down to Magic Mike. Get some magic. Like Message me about your fucking work. If you work with shit cunts, bring them down. My comedians will destroy them. Uh, if you hate <laughs> someone in your office, let me know. I'll fucking tee it up. I'll give you free tickets. I like that tickets. idea. Yeah, 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 if you're going to bring Sally from accounting down, I will make sure my MC destroys Sally. <laughs> so uh, that's how I promote If now. you are Sally from accounting, don't worry. It's just a joke. Please come down <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Love you. Thank you. Thank you.